Welcome to the Jump Around with Blake Dudonis, my podcast on women's basketball. Joining me today, a first-year head coach, but someone who has been in the coaching game for a long time and had one heck of a playing career herself. It's Morgan Valley, head coach at Hartford. Morgan played at UConn, won three national championships, has coached from low D1 all the way up to the BCS level last year, actually helped Arizona win the WNIT, and then got the Hartford job. She's from Vermont originally, so a chance to be a little closer to home, and Hartford's a program that's had some success lately, so a, a chance to take over a program and, and continue to, to move forward, win games, and, and compete for championships. I'm looking forward to talking to her about her time at UConn, uh, her coaching career, which has been winding, certainly. I want to talk to her about some other fun things as well. Uh, A really interesting person, a really great person. Uh, And we'll get Morgan on the phone here in one sec. We'll be right back. This is The Jump Round. And welcome back to the Jump Around. And joining me, as promised, it is, and this is the first time I've been able to say this, head coach Morgan Valley, head coach of Hartford. Coach, thanks for taking the time. Congrats to you on your new position. I know it's uh, an exciting time for you. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a fast summer. That's for sure. <laughs> we will uh, we'll get into obviously uh, you getting the job and and your time, your short time so far at Hartford, but. Uh, as usual, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning. So I want you to take us back to teenage Morgan in Vermont, balling out, doing your thing there. If I would be talking to you then and I asked you, hey, you graduate high school, what's your life going to look like? What's it? What's going to happen? What are you going to do? What would you have told me then? Um, that I would be in the WNBA uh and I, I'd still be playing until my legs fell off. So, <laughs> that, and that, that was the plan. <laughs> That's, I, I can appreciate that plan. Um, yeah. So a, a slightly different path than maybe anticipated, yep. but um, when you are looking at, at going into college, so first, before we go, before we play in the league, we got to play in college, of course. Uh, yeah. you, you, know, you, you knew you wanted to play for a winning program, so... You obviously end up going to UConn, but you're looking at Notre Dame, you're looking at Rutgers, Old Dominion, Boston College. Ultimately, you, you do go to UConn, uh, and that was, you know, n- certainly there was, a, there was success had there. They won the national championship right before you got there, but uh, what was what were the main things that eventually led you to go there? Um I, I just remember I, I went on an unofficial visit and um, by a great parent who um, – took me to a couple places um, for official visits. Uh, and uh, it was the first place where I walked in. Everyone is in the gym shooting. Um, everyone just kind of, there was like this feeling like, um, all right, nice to meet you. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, I played a little pickup with the team. Um, I'd like to say I held my own. Um <laughs> And uh, I, 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 we left, and I told my dad, I said, I want to go there. Hmm. And um, 
he was like, you just, just relax. Like, you know, we've, we've done a couple of these. Good parenting. Um, Good parenting. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then as the summer went on, um, you know, I just, they were the one team that, uh, program that I just, I just felt the most comfortable, um, with kind of every aspect of, I love the campus, the team, um, the coaches. Um, so I just, I was like, all right. At the end of the summer, I was like, let's do this. And it, it worked out all right, right? You guys won a couple games, yeah. right? Yeah, I know. It wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. Uh, <laughs> you know, most most teams lose uh, uh, eight, nine. I think we lost eight or nine games in, in my college career. So, you know, pretty darn lucky. Most teams lose that in a year. So, uh, and that's a good year, by the way. Losing nine games in a year, that's yeah, a good year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great year. So, uh you know, pretty lucky uh, to have the experience. Um, you know, personally, it didn't it didn't turn out the basketball way I wanted it to, but it really did in the end. Um, so, uh, just grateful that I was able to be a part of something uh, so amazing. Well, I, I do want to get into that part a little bit, if you'll if you'll allow me. You you went through some injuries. You you talk about you you were one of those people that went too hard and maybe uh, didn't properly rest and take care of your body maybe the way you needed to. And so you went through some some injuries. So maybe, you know, if you look at your your stats just on a, a personal basis, you go, oh, okay, maybe didn't accomplish maybe what she wanted to. Do you have some of those things, some regrets maybe? I don't know if that would be the word you'd use, but do you have anything you look back, just personally, obviously three national championships, you, you, you're happy with that, but just on a personal level, do you have any regrets or are there any things that you would do differently if you could go back? Um, not, re- not really. Uh, I think everything in life, um, if you try your hardest, um, good things end up happening. Um, my playing path led me to the coaching path. Mm. Um, so maybe if I was still playing right now, I wouldn't be here. Um, and so, you know, I think um, that the only thing I would have maybe played after college um, would have been the only thing that I, I can, you know, sometimes say I regret. Um, mm. But, uh, you know, being being able to look back now, I can I can tell players that I coach, um, Hey, look, maybe you need to slow down or, you know, I think you can go maybe a little harder, um, just from personal experience. Um, I, I, I dealt with it. I I know what it's like. So I think it, it, it's an advantage for me in this role. Um, and I, I think everything happens for a reason. That's a good answer. I appreciate that. That's nice. But if I could, yeah, if I told you you could have had like a an eight-year WNBA career and still ended up where you're at, you would take that, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, sure. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. All right, good. Uh, all right, so you you do get into the coaching path, and uh, my goodness, you have, um, as you do if you're in the in the business, but you've, you have become a, an expert in moving. You have gone... Yeah. From one coast to the other. And so I just want people to, to go through the path with us. So you start as a student assistant at UConn, and then you're an assistant at Holy Cross in Worcester. You go to New Hampshire. You go to Towson. You go to UMass. Then you jump to Virginia Tech, Washington, Arizona, and now at Hartford. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a couple yeah. of moves there. What, when, when, you do, when you do get into the coaching field, 
what was, did you have an end goal? Did you want to get to a BCS level or did you, did all these moves just kind of happen organically? No, they all kind of just happened organically. Uh, uh, my first couple of years in coaching, I was like, you know what? I could, I love totally cross coach. Steven um, was great to me. Um, and he gave me my first job. I'll forever be grateful. Um, and I was like, you know what? I could stay at this level forever. Um, and then, you know, UNH and, and, and Towson. And then I got to UMass and I was just like, you know, I want to get back to the, the place I played, mm-hmm. um, the level that I played at. Um, and so I, I, you know, Coach Wolf, uh, who I'd known since I was 15, was like, hey, I have this position open uh, when he got the job. But, you know, we had started getting some better recruits at UMass. And um, I was like, ah, I'm, I'm good. And then he had another spot that opened, um, but it was for his uh, assistant, like assistant to the head coach. Mm-hmm. And um, and I got down there, and two weeks later, uh, Tommy left and got out of coaching. So he bumped me right up. Um, and, and, you know, then when Washington called, it was a no-brainer. I knew Talia Walden, Kelsey Plum, Chantelle Osevoir, Katie Collier. Uh, I, knew all, I knew who they were. So it yeah. was it was kind of an easy move, um, and so great for Mike, um, and you know everything we kind of the good the bad. Um, it was just a, an amazing experience out there, and um, you know it just it just kind of happened. And and then when uh, I didn't get the head job at Washington, it was really weird. Kelly had taken the job at Florida literally the night before, um, and then Adia called me. and She's like guess what? I have an opening and, uh, it just <laughs> fell into place. So, um, I, I was, I was very lucky, um, in that sense and very grateful to Adia for, uh, for letting me come on board. With we with Washington, I want to go back to that for a minute. It seems like every, every season there's a program who rises up and kind of, you know, captures the imagination a little bit. And I feel like Washington was that a bit. And, you know, Kelsey Plum's certainly a part of it who could score, you know, name your amount of points and she could hit it. And then you do have Chantelle Osahor who uh, also played a game and just stylistically was so different than we've seen. Can you take us in inside your time there a little bit? Was it, uh, was it kind of a whirlwind? What was it like having the levels of success that you guys had there? It was actually, you know, we, we were that Cinderella team. Uh, we had all the talent. We had all the pieces. We, we couldn't really put it together uh, until we played Utah at home. Um, and Talia Walton came out of her. She had a little funk. Um, and she came out of her funk. Um, Nate was not notorious for playing a zone. And he decided, hey, we're going to play this 2-3 zone um, and fly around with Talia at the top. Um and it just really, I mean, things just got going. Uh, and it was, um, it, you know, sometimes I think back and I'm like, holy cow. Like, it was, <laughs> it's just so surreal. And um, when you're on the other side, when you're a player, it's like, okay, I, I do this work. This is what I want. You don't really understand what actually goes into it. Sure. And then when you're a coach and those things happen um, and the way they happened, you know, beating Stanford, like, uh you know, it's, that's so hard to do. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, beating Kentucky at Kentucky, um, Maryland at Maryland, it was like, uh, just kind of, you know, 
you know, one of the, definitely one of the top five things um, that I've ever witnessed in my life. Mm. So yeah, uh, it was pretty pretty amazing. Coaches always talk about not being able to fully appreciate, you know, the the scale of what you're doing in the moment. But then, like you say, you look back and go, "Wow, whoa, <laughs> that was pretty pretty yeah. cool." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I remember after we won the game. Um, to go to the final four, Nate and I were just sitting at the end of the the bench and he just looked at me and I looked at him and we both kind of just shed a little tear and we were like, Holy cow, this is, this is amazing. This is unreal. Um, but yeah, it it was, it was cool. Well, you do go to Arizona, you spend two years, and then Hartford comes a calling, uh, a chance to get back closer to home. Uh, I know you're super big and close with your family. Um, so certainly, you know, the allure of that is there too. But um, can you take us inside that a little bit for, you know, for those who, who have never gone through that experience, what's it like kind of from start to finish getting that original call of, hey, there's some interest here to, you know, that press conference. Kind of take us through that timeline if you don't mind. Yeah, it was just, uh, you know, I, I was about to sign a, a new lease um, on, a, on a condo up the street from where I was currently living. Uh, and, and got a call from Chris Daly, um, and she was like, hey, are you interested? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I was I was kind of in the zone where I, I was content um, for one more year in Arizona. I knew how good they were going to be this year. Um, you know, Barry coming back, T, Dominique, I mean, they were loaded. Um, and then the recruits we had been recruiting were pretty good. So I, I, I was... I was like, all right, sign this new lease. It was um, beginning of April. Uh, and then um, the CD called. Uh, I was like, ah, you know, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> then I got a text from a friend that was like, you should go for the Hartford job. And I was like, you know what? I should. <laughs> I called CD back. She was like, all right, I'm going to see Mary Ellen this weekend. And then from there, it was about a week and a half. Um, Mary Ellen was super respectful. Um, that, you know, we were on our way to uh, winning a championship or, or trying to uh, in the WNIC, uh, just gave me my space. Um, Adia was great, um, very helpful. I tried to, you know, make sure that I was I, I was more focused on Arizona than I was on anything else. And then as soon as it ended, um, you know, uh, had a couple conversations with people here. Uh, and then Mary Ellen flew out to Tucson and offered me the job. Um, so it was, uh, it happened pretty fast. It was super exciting. Uh, I actually had to call the, the woman who I was going to lease from. They said, hey, could you just wait one week? <laughs> and uh, she was like, oh gosh, I, I, apparently the, one of the fuckers business is going to rent the exact same place. And then she left and took another job. So um, I don't know if they'll be looking to. Uh, Least to any Arizona <laughs> athletic department staff members anymore, but um, you ruined you know, it. And, uh, I ruined it. I sure did. That's a so, uh, good uh, reason. Good reason to ruin it. Yeah, but it all it, it all worked out. And I I couldn't be more grateful to uh, Mary Ellen and her support staff for um, how easy they made it. Uh, speaking of that, that run in the WNIT, I can't even imagine doing anything besides focusing on that run. You guys did make a, a special run, obviously won the WNIT at Arizona and uh, quite notably uh, had some 
incredible home home court advantage. Your your crowd was yeah. uh, was on fire. What was that like to kind of see the community rally around a program? Well, uh, Arizona loves a of arms, um, and so it was it was uh, you know she would send out a tweet or post on Instagram, and then the next thing you know, by uh, noon we'd have three thousand tickets sold, and then the next day we'd have five thousand tickets hmm. sold. Um, and and she just did such a great job of pumping that and um, having the rest of us do it, uh, and you know everything kind of fell in place. Uh, the men weren't in the tournament. Um, you know, we were the only show in town, um, and they, and they surely showed out, uh, to show their support for, you know, their all family score and, uh, the players, uh, at Arizona. So it was was pretty cool. Well, now we, now we we are at Hartford. You you take the job, you, you get settled in as much as you can before hitting the road. I know that's always uh, the hardest part is just like, Hey, can I get some gear before I start recruiting, please? Just so I can have something <laughs> yeah. with our logo on it. Um, you know how it goes. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, well, you take over a program that, that went 23 and 11 last year. They went 14 and two in conference, make the WNIT, which is the first pro season since 2013. So you take over a program who is, is certainly on track to be successful, but uh, what was, when you take over, um, Kim McNeil, who took the East Carolina job, actually sold you her house, which is hysterical. Yep. Um, so so yep. the, the first month or so, as you, you get settled in, it's obviously different than taking over a program that's at rock bottom and needs all this changing. What were some of the conversations like uh, with maybe you and Kim, with your administration, with your players? What, what did that all look like? Well, Kim was just extremely helpful overall. Um, you know, she she didn't have to be. Um, I knew who she was. I didn't know her. Um, but she was just very helpful. Um, but, you know, it, it was it was uh, a lot of late nights, um, a, a lot of phone calls. Um, you know, we, we lost a lot of scoring um, and a lot of our leaders. So... We're a very young team. We have one senior. Um, no one who is on the roster uh, played more than 12 minutes last year. I mean, Jabria Ingr- Ingram played 17, but um, she tore ACL in February, so she's out for this year. Um, so we're a very young team, um, a little bit uh, wounded still. Um, you know, a, a, quite a few players tore ACLs, Achilles, shoulders, Um so just come back to get healthy, um, and you know, just just little things every day. You know, how, can you do a little more today? Can you do a little more today? Um, you know, one of our incoming freshmen just got cleared before she came back for contact. So um, just you know, just trying to every day, just trying to get a little bit healthier, um, so we can do a little bit more on the court. Uh, but they're working hard. Um, they're all um, has been great in the classroom they did well this summer um so i you know i really couldn't ask more of them um they're just they're trying their best and that's all i can ask for hmm. you were you're in a line now uh with kim and then before that jen rosati uh, another uconn alum who was at hartford for 17 years of of coaches who have you know there, there's been success there and so uh, I, I know you've been not shy about talking about, hey, we want, you know, we want to win. We want to compete for championships here. Uh, for you, for the first-time head coach, 
Uh, what are some of the things that you have tried to put in place or, or do uh, here in your first few months to try to ensure you guys are, are heading in that direction? Well, you know, I think when whenever there's a, a new coach brought on board, um, I don't. I, no matter the success of the previous person, um, there's like there can be every everyone's sad that they lost that person yeah. um, and that group of people around them, but then they're excited because you know for the kids that didn't play as much, it's a, it's a, a time where they can prove themselves in a different capacity, mm-hmm. um, and so having so many kids that really didn't play that much, you know, it was, they were excited. They would have got those same opportunities with Kim, but it just, it seems different to them. Sure, sure. Um, so basically explaining to them, um, it's always the little things. Um, so yeah, I want to win a championship, but you don't just win championships. Um, you know, you, you have to prepare properly. Um, you have to eat right. You have to sleep. Um, you know, you have to make sure you're getting in the gym and getting shots up. Um, you have to go hard when you're in practice. Um, all those little things uh, throughout the day, that's what we're, we're trying to do. Um, you know, it's uh, – you, you won't – you don't always have great days, but as long as you're, you're going as hard as you can on that day, yeah. um, that's, that's what we're trying to teach them. Yeah. Um, you know, just always go hard, always compete. Um, and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's baby steps and we're getting better every day. Yeah. Was there anything when you did take over that, and this isn't necessarily specific to Hartford, but just as a head coach for the first time, was there anything that uh, caught you by surprise for, for good or bad uh, that you're just like, man, wow, this is this is a thing that is I'm having to do or this is a thing I'm having to think about or have you found yourself pretty well prepared for all situations? You know, the, the one thing that uh, keeps coming, you know, as an assistant, you know, like last year, they would be like, oh, we need to get this in, or we need to get that in. If we have time, like, if we have time, you know, we can do it. <laughs> as a head coach, you, you never have enough time. It's like, holy shit. It's like, you know, as an assistant, you could be in here like, gosh, we have 45 minutes left in practice. Well, as a head coach, you know, when when our ops is like, hey, coach, you got 15 minutes. And like, what, what, we got 15. What? Practice <laughs> <laughs> started. So I think that's been the biggest difference is uh, there just doesn't seem to be enough time. Uh, oh, but, funny. you know, we all get the same amount. So yeah. uh, pretty equal. That's funny. Uh Something else that's very important, obviously, when you, you take over is hiring your staff. And, and I do want to ask you about your your staff in that it's so unique in their backgrounds. Um, you, hire, you hire Melissa Hodgson, who spent 16 years at the head coach at Wheaton. Uh, Courtney Davidson, who's been a rising star uh, in the sport, was an assistant at Youngstown State in Radford. And then Haley Barron, who was a GA at Wisconsin. I know she's from your hometown, so there's a connection there. But, I mean, there's three coaches right there who have – vastly different experience. What kind of went into you eventually hiring those three people for your first staff? Um, well, uh, Melissa, uh, I've known for uh, 20 years. Uh, she recruited me at Holy Cross. She helped me get my first job. She was at a wedding, and a Holy Cross wedding, and then heard uh, Anna Kinney, an all-time great at Holy Cross, uh, was no longer going to coach. It called me and was like, you need to send Coach Gibbons your email right now. I'm going to talk to you. Send him your email. Uh, so, uh, you know, I've known her for a very long time. 
Uh, my family knows her. I trust her. Um, so, you know, she's the, the first call that I made. Um, and then uh, Courtney, I, I literally, uh, her name had been brought up a year before when we were looking for an assistant at Arizona. Um, didn't think I had a shot of getting her to leave her home. Um, and she came on her interview and she was like, okay, I'm coming. And I was completely shocked. Like I, everyone I talked to just loved her. Um, uh, you know, I, I was, I could, I still can't believe that she decided to come and I'm so grateful that she did. Um, and she's doing a great job. Uh, and then Haley, I, I was talking to my high school coach, um, who coached her also. Uh, and he was like, Hey, you know, have you, you talked about Haley? And I was like, well, wait, didn't she just get to Wisconsin? He's like, yeah, but, you know, let me let me see, you know, what's, what her deal is. And, uh, you know, she was like, yep. And I, uh, I, I, I'm i excited that she's here. You know, she's happy to be back home. Um, she's young, energetic. Um, she can relate to the players. Uh, so it's been good. She, her, I knew who she was. I recruited her. Courtney, I didn't know. And then, Maddie Searle is our director of ops. Her and I worked together the last two years at Arizona. So there's someone that I work with and knows me, knows kind of how I am um, as a coach. Uh, and then Nola Henry is our GA, and I actually coached her at UMass. Um, so I kind of have a little bit, you know, someone who recruited me, then someone who I worked with, someone who I coached, uh, someone who I recruited, and then someone I didn't know at all. So <laughs> it's like a, I've got pretty good pretty good group that's a great group that's awesome good stuff yeah um by the way i just want to bring this up holy cross um my actual first ever time making any money really doing coaching things was working one of bill Gibbons' summer camps at holy cross and i just want to say to anyone who's never been there um (laughs) how miserable was it walking up and down those steps on campus well i i'm lucky because when you're an assistant (laughs) or a coach there, you park at the top of the hill. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's but, so big. But uh, they, they always say, uh, you know what, what year a student is walking around campus <laughs> by how big their cabs are. So uh, those unofficial and official visits, they were, uh, you know, you got two, work, two workouts in that day. That's great. So, uh, I mean, really, if you've never been there, I, I can't even – properly describe the level of hills on that campus and it's, and it's it's beautiful and it's it's a great campus but man if you're walking from the gym to go get lunch you you're in for you're in for it so oh that's great i'm glad that we can we can bond over that at least um <laughs> so uh now that we are through the summer uh kids are back we're we're in session now we, we are you're now officially in season number one uh, for, yeah. for you guys now, what is, and obviously we just talked about health and everything like that, but, um, for you, what does, what does success mean? What does a successful season one mean for you? Uh, getting better every day. Um, you know, I learned a long time ago and, and kind of how I was brought up, but it, it's also odd how it transitioned, uh, when I got to Connecticut. Um, if you do the right things every day, um, eventually you'll have success. It might not happen today. It might not happen in two months. Um, but that's, that's our goal. Every day we want to get better. Um, you know, and we want to work hard. 
um, and, and we want to stay together. And uh, that's that's the goal for the season. Um, we're just going to do do little things and get better every day. Well, I uh, will obviously be be pulling for your success. I now want to to step back and refocus on you as the person. So I'm sure you're, you know, you, you'd prefer me to keep talking about your team, but I'm sorry. That's not what I'm going to do. So, um, a couple of, um, just random, uh, off the cuff conversations I'd like to have with you. Um, first, is it correct that you have recently competed and completed a triathlon? It is on Saturday morning. Yep. How'd it go? First and last. <laughs> like, <first of> <laughs> um, it was great. I uh, I actually I, I printed out a training program. Uh, one of the the business school deans, we were bringing recruits over there, and she had this cool T-shirt on. I was like, "Hey, I, I like your T-shirt." She's like, "Oh, uh, I do triathlons. I try to do you know a couple of years." She's like, "I'll see you September 7th. and this was back in June, um, and so I was like. Oh, I don't know, I don't know. And then finally one day I was like, I'm doing it, I'm in. So printed out the program online for beginners and uh I was I was two weeks short of that program, so I only ended up training for nine weeks. Um, but um, you know, I got all, I got everything in, uh, even on vacation. I swam in the pool in Mexico and, you know, ran on the treadmill or ran outside, but I uh, got all the training in. Um and then the night before, I was just reading over, you know, there's a certain place you have to put your bike, and then you have to get your leg marked and your arm marked and all this stuff that I didn't know. And it had a little blurb about open water swimming, which I hadn't done yet, and how much different it is and how much more difficult it is. And I got into the water, and I had, like, a panic attack about 200 yards out. Oh, no. And uh, I thought I was going to drown. And so I'm looking around for the kayaks. And then I just kind of, I started the doggy paddle. I was like, all right, take a breath. They said it was going to be different. I let my heart rate go down a little bit, and then I was fine the rest of the time. So, um, but it was, it was a great experience. Um, you know, it's kind of amazing when you're, you're running and, and you're, you, they put your age on your left calf. Mm. And so, I, you know, there's a 65-year-old woman <laughs> burning by me on the bike. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're so soft. What happened to you? But, um, you know, those ladies are pretty darn fit. So, uh but I'm glad I did it. I'm glad my mom did them when I was growing up. So I'd always wanted to do one. Um, and and now I, I think I'm done. But you never know. I could keep, I could get the itch again. Yeah. Um, 200 yards out in open water. Not the time to realize maybe I shouldn't have done this. You know, you, you had 200 yards yeah. to think about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I thought I, the water, the lake that I was in uh, was pristine. And so I thought I could actually touch the ground. So I went to put my foot down, and I couldn't. Oh, and I started freaking out even more. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it all worked out. And it, I, I, I had used my watch. I have an iWatch, so I used my watch to track the swim, the bike, and the run. And it was fun, funny, because when I went back after, uh, the, all my splits were, like, under a minute. And then right at 200 yards, my split was, like, 225. <laughs> so I was like, well, that's right there. That's exactly where I am. I know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, yep. Oh, that's great. Um, something else I, I want to ask you about. You, uh, if, if, I'm, if my information is correct, you, you made a bet uh, a couple years ago, uh, which resulted in you um, changing your diet to vegan, and then you you just stayed that way. Is that is that right? 
October 1st, it'll be two years, so, um, you know, just plugging away. I don't, I, it's, it's been great. So, uh, my mom and dad were here. My to, to make sure you, you stick to it. So, I mean, are you, I, I'm, I'm hint, I'm picking up on this a little bit. You seem to have the personality of, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. Yeah, you, you, you got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, yeah. Now I'm too far in. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm a bit of a weirdo. So I'm, I'm a little too far in now. I'm like, no, why would I go back? Uh, but you know, one of these days I'll have a, a an egg with my avocado toast. So I, don't, I don't know when that'll be, but, um, yeah, I, I, I can't stop for now. So. Yeah, I respect it. Um, besides basketball, I also hear that you are a soccer fan. So did you, like me, did you thoroughly enjoy the World Cup this summer? Yes, yeah. Um, it was it was so amazing. Uh, actually, you know, being on the East Coast, it's a little easier to get over to Europe, so um, I'm thinking about shooting over there first to get to watch a Man City game or oh, yeah. um, whatever game is on that weekend um, we're going to try to get to, so um, but yeah, big big soccer fan I actually was a better soccer player than I was a basketball player um, but I love basketball just a little bit more Yeah, well, it worked out alright right? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was good. It was good. Um, your your teammates from from back in your playing days. I know you're still really close with them. Um, at obviously, all of your your paths went so differently. Uh, when you when you take over uh, head coaching job and you, you are back closer to to where you played, um, what kind of reception did you get from from those uh, those girls? Uh. They were so excited. Um, my class in particular, um, Jess Moore, uh, Ashley Battle, Maria Conlon, and Diana Trotsky was were pretty close. So um, they were all so excited. Um, you know, Maria's right up the street. Um, we've been both been so busy this summer. We haven't had a chance to, to see each other. But, um, you know, everyone was just very excited. Uh, Diana sent me a bottle of Dom Perignon, and I was like, oh, I'm going to. I'm going to open this on our first championship. And she's like, hey, hey, Mo, how about the first win? Let's see the first <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> this is real. So, uh, yeah, just they're, they're very excited. Uh, you know, whenever one of us does something, it's like we've all done it. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, they're just all been very helpful um, and supportive. Yeah. Uh, I will get you out of here on this uh, I always like to kind of leave an open-ended question here for you. Uh, For people who, you know, don't maybe know you as a head coach, because, you know, how could they? But what would you, what message would you want to get across about uh, maybe you or your program or or what you guys are going to be about? Just really open-ended, take this however you want to. But just if you you had a sec here and you do to just 
talk about you, your program, what you want to build and, and the, the kind of program you want to have, what would you tell people? What would you want people to know about you all? You know that we're gonna we're gonna play hard. Uh, we're gonna play smart. And we're gonna have some fun. Um, we're gonna compete every day um, and do all the little things. Um, that's that's uh, what I want us to be about. And you know, just longevity. I I, I don't want to just be good once. Um, I want to be good for years to come. Um, and and you know, be the team people circle on their schedule as well. They're really tough to play. Hmm. So um, that's that's my goal. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see how it works. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Hartford will open up their season Wednesday, November 6th at home against Hofstra. Coach, I, I really do appreciate you taking time to spend with me here uh, in the morning and uh, really excited for you. I'm excited for your program. We'll be rooting for your success. But Morgan Valley, head coach at Hartford, thank you again so much for the time. Thank you, Blake. Appreciate it. Appreciate Morgan Valley and her time uh, spending it with us here this morning. Certainly a, a program and a coach to, to keep an eye on and, and really will be pulling for their success. Thank you for listening to The Jump Around, whether it's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen. I really do appreciate it. If you listen on iTunes, could leave a rating or review. That would be super helpful. You can follow me on Twitter always, at Blake Dudonis. And until next time, this is The Jump Around.